G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, things back to normal this week and wonderful to welcome back to 2020 for breaking news out of Israel and more broadly across the Middle East, Ron Ross. Hi, Ron. Welcome back. Good morning, Neil. Hey, Ron, let's talk about some of the headlines this week. Breaking news, the Palestinian Authority is in danger of imminent collapse, according to the Israeli Shin Bet chief. What's the story here? Yeah, that's their secret service. Shin Bet chief Ronan Barr warned about the danger of imminent collapse of the Palestinian Authority and further deterioration of the security situation in the West Bank during a meeting with Prime Minister-designate Benjamin Netanyahu. The Shin Bet and other organisations in the security system are concerned about the escalation of the security system in the West Bank in the backdrop of the establishment of Netanyahu's new government. Security bodies point to the growth of organisations such as the Lion's Den, which are composed of young people who are not affiliated with any other organisation who do not remember the Second Intifada and its consequences, and who have easy access to weapons and targets in the West Bank. The phenomenon, together with the disintegration of the Palestinian Authority and its loss of control over large parts of the West Bank, creates a concern for a significant security deterioration in the West Bank, the like of which has not been seen in more than 20 years. It's another dimension of complexity, isn't it, in all of the issues that hold the Middle East together. Hey, Ron, Iran's neighbouring country, Azerbaijan, will open an embassy in Israel. What are the headlines here? Yeah, they'll become the first Shiite Muslim country to open an embassy in Jerusalem. I welcome the decision by the National Assembly of Azerbaijan to open an embassy in Israel. Azerbaijan is an important partner of Israel and home to one of the largest Jewish communities in the Muslim world, Prime Minister Yalep Lapid said. The decision to open an embassy reflects the depth of the relationship between our countries. This move is the result of the Israel government's efforts to build strong diplomatic bridges with the Muslim world, he said. Ron, here's an interesting one. Iran's boxing chief will not return from Spain but will be a voice for protest. What's this story about? I think this is very significant. The head of Iran's boxing federation has said he will not return home from a tournament in Spain amid a nationwide wave of protests triggered by Masa Amini's death. The Islamic Republic has been rocked by demonstrations since the September 16 deaths in custody of the 22-year-old Iranian of Kurdish origin after her arrest for an alleged breach of Iran's strict dress rules for women. I've decided not to return to Iran so that I can be the voice 
of those whose voices aren't heard by the authorities, Hussein Suri said in a video statement. But on top of that, Iran's national soccer team chose not to sing their country's national anthem before the opening of the World Cup match against England last Monday in an apparent show of support for protesters in Iran. All of the starting 11 players were silent as the anthem was played at the Khalifa International Stadium. The players claim the anthem is not the Iranian anthem, but only represents the Islamic State. Let's go to another headline, Ron. The Palestinian Authority Foreign Minister has visited the Berlin Holocaust Memorial, calling it the most heinous crime in history. What's this one about? Yeah, Foreign Minister Riyad al-Malakai paid a rare visit to the Holocaust Memorial in Berlin while in Germany on a diplomatic visit. We remembered the victims of the most heinous crime in human history, wrote Palestinian ambassador to Germany, Leif Arafat, in a tweet that included a picture from the tour. The visit took place three months after Palestinian Authority President Abbas came under fire for declaring during a press conference in Berlin, alongside German Chancellor Olive Schultz, that Israel has committed 50 holocausts against the Palestinians. That remark sparked condemnations from Israeli, American and European officials, and German police announced several days later they'd launched a preliminary inquiry probing whether the statement amounted to illegal activity. Abbas said in a statement later he had not intended to, not, to deny the singularity of the Holocaust that occurred in the last century and was condemning it in the strongest terms. Oftentimes it's just how those sorts of statements are interpreted and uh, people need to be very careful the way they word things. Hey, Ron, Syria and Lebanon are at risk of a rapidly spreading cholera epidemic. What's the story here? Yeah, cholera continues to sweep through Syria and Lebanon at an alarming pace, leaving thousands sick, hundreds dead in its wake. And the number of cases is frightening. UNICEF estimated the total in Syria at 35,569 people, while the Ministry of Public Health puts in Lebanon 3,369. UN officials have previously expressed concern about the problem, and Syria coordinator Imran Riza has warned that the outbreak threatens the whole region with cases now on the rise in Lebanon, unless the international community takes swift action. And uh, the World Cup is underway, and uh, I know there'll be a lot of listeners who are interested in what's happened between France and Australia, but the World Cup underway in Qatar. Fans are warned pork could get them arrested, among other things. What's the story here? Yeah, this is mainly from the United Kingdom foreign travel advice website. They said importing drugs, alcohol, pornography, pork products and religious books and material in Qatar is illegal. Swearing and making rude gestures are considered obscene acts and offenders can be jailed or deported. Take particular care when dealing with the police and other officials. Then they said no kissing and women must cover their shoulders and avoid wearing short skirts. Indeed, shorts and sleeveless tops 
are on the no-no list for both men and women. Qatar hosting the tournament adds to a very big mistake as far as the ex-FIFA president, Joseph Flatter, is concerned, even though he okayed the choice. But on top of all that, despite earlier promises to the contrary, Qatar is preventing Jewish visitors to the World Cup from attaining kosher-cooked food or praying in a public venue during their stay. We were promised to be allowed to create prayer spaces in order for religious Jews who came to see the games to have a place of worship, a Jewish representative said. The tournament began on Sunday, and an estimated 10,000 religiously observant Jews are attending. A lot of good uh, soccer football on display, but also uh, some significant intolerances there from Islam and the way that affects people right around the world. Hey, Ron, thanks so much for scouring the headlines for us. Always appreciate that. Ron Ross, thanks for being with us on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.